I think that the juice is in the journey. I think people are too worried about the success at the end of the road and they miss the whole journey. And so instead of just worrying about what if I don't succeed or what if I do succeed, just step out of your comfort zone one step at a time and enjoy the ride. And actually just remember while you're sitting on that couch that the last man in a race still beats the man on the couch. Do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story? If so, this podcast is for you. Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance Podcast, Dr. James Perdue. Hey, come on again today. Let's get some fired up. Get fired up, right? Fired up. Get some motivation, inspiration, encouragement. Let some people know that, you know, when stray, you know, something happens in life, you know, we can still have a good life. All right. Uh, we're going to have an unexpected tragedy, unexpected circumstances, but we can learn how to deal with it, have a good life. Hey, today, today we're going, our guest is going to, uh, she helps listeners, other people move beyond their fears, we all have fears, and disempowering beliefs to live their best life, is what she tried to help people with. Welcome to the show, Nancy Picard. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. As they say, thank you for sharing your valuable time with us, because we know that time is valuable. And thank you for being here and going and, uh, you know, persevering with us. My pleasure. So, all right. So you've got uh, a way that you're going to help us get past our fears. And again, we all have fears. We just, hopefully we just, we don't let them dominate us and uh, prevent us from doing what we'd like in life. But some people it does. And I'm sure uh, some fear is going to come to me later on in life. And I'm going to be afraid to take this step. And I'm going to use your information to get me strong enough to get through it. So Great. you jump that. in. You jump in, take over, and I'll hop in whenever I get an opportunity. Okay. So um, we all have fears. Everybody has them. And I think what happens is that people who are living in their fears, they think other people are fearless. They think that they're, they've gotten to a fearless state and therefore they can move forward. But that's not the case. Those of us that move forward, that we move forward with our fears. So we don't wait for them to go away. We don't try to manage them. We understand that we have them. But really, it's our inner child inside, things that happened in our childhood, disempowering beliefs, fears that we have, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of looking stupid, fear of feeling shame, fear of not being enough, fear of not being chosen. All of these fears are deep-seated from our childhood, and they keep us playing small. So the first thing you have to do is really embrace that the universe has your back and everything happens for a reason, especially those of us who have had tragedies, who have, have lost, who are suffering. You have to know that you can't see the big picture, but there is a big picture and that the evolution of our soul on earth this time around we have lessons to learn. 
and we have different paths to take. And just because we can't see our way out of a situation in the moment doesn't mean that there isn't a way out and that we're not going to come on the other side of it. So for me as a coach, I love helping people who are stuck because it's it's their own fears that are keeping them that way. And it's unnecessary. They can learn through taking small steps, little tiny steps outside their comfort zone, one by one, and being accountable and being successful in these tiny little steps outside their comfort zone, so that they can learn to trust themselves. It's really not about trusting anybody else. It's about learning that, you know what, you can trust yourself. You can do big things. You can do hard things. And even if life has got you down in the moment, there's going to be other moments and you can pull yourself out. It's a choice. So I'll start with that in case you want to add something. I feel like I'm a little out going. Oh, you're doing great. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in when possible. Here's here's what I uh, don't understand. I mean, I understand the fear of being the last person picked on the basketball team. You know, because mm-hmm. then people think I'm bad and pitiful. I can't play. Uh, okay. I understand uh, uh, I grew up in a certain area. I don't want to rock the boat to uh, try stuff. I understand. But you mentioned this early on, and this is what I really don't understand, is people that are fearful of success. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. again, they haven't been there much or if any in life. So, again, they don't want to rock the boat. So they can't imagine what if I do better and get better and where could I be? And then they're afraid uh, because of it it may be all taken away. Well, there's so many levels and so many layers to fear of Mm -hmm. success. You could have the fear. You could have a belief from your childhood that you should not outshine your family or you Mm -hmm. shouldn't outshine your loved ones. Or you could have a fear, if I'm successful, people will leave me. Mm-hmm. Or my partner won't, that won't work for my partner. You know, I can't outshine my partner. So that's one way. I happen to have a lot of clients who have had great success in their life. And now they're afraid because like, well, what if I'm a one trick pony? What if I can't do that again? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had some really famous like um I had one client who literally started one of the biggest family games in, you know, not Monopoly, but a really big game like that. And he loves it and it's made him very successful and made a lot of money and made a lot of people happy. But he's like, well, okay, well, what, I don't want that to be all that defines me. And yet at the same time, he's worried. He, he's stuck. He can't, his creative juices will not allow him to move forward from fear that, well, maybe that is all I've got. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can, I, I can understand the one trick pony. Uh, yeah. But again, uh, the other thing you you were able to create it once, you know, let's get out and try and create it again. Hey, Miss Southern Bell, thank you for coming in. Appreciate your support and everything. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I understand the other stuff, the failure and, and saying, I, I just have a hard time rapping. Why again? You you said it perfectly. You know I, I'm not supposed to outshine my spouse. I'm not supposed to be better than the family. I'm not supposed to because they're worried that they'll be looked at different. So or if I'm successful, will I have to work too hard? Mm-hmm. Will I? Will I? 
you know, if you have a belief that you're not worthy or you're not good enough, fear of success will be, there's like cognitive dissonance. It's actually the opposite of what your ego believes about you. And so your ego doesn't want you to be successful because that doesn't fit in with what it believes about mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. even that alone keeps people from being successful. Well, you know, I don't want to change my life. Like, yes, you complain, but you kind of like your free time. You kind of like being the underdog. You, you're, you're used to being the victim in your story. If you're successful, all of that changes and your ego may not be ready for it. You may not be ready for it. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, there, especially when you said, if I become successful, then I may be having to work more to keep that. Then right. if I just stay where I'm at, I already know my routine. I already know what uh, dramas in my life. And yeah. And so, yeah, I, I can understand that, that if I become successful, what will I have to do to maintain it? The un, un, the unsure uncertainty. Yeah. Right. And also you have to remember that most of these beliefs and thoughts are in your subconscious. You're not consciously saying, oh, wait, I'm not afraid of success. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not really in the conscious level, but it's underneath. And so unless you are working with somebody or you can do your own inner work, you don't even know what's in there that's keeping you plain small and keeping you stuck. Yeah, that makes yeah, it makes perfect sense there. Yeah, because we we don't want to think of ourselves as being a, a loser or, or not trying. And if, if but the subconscious knows the truth. Right. Or believes our childhood wounds sound like I'm not good enough. I'm broken. I need to stay quiet so no one will know. I need mm -hmm. to control everything so I can be safe. I need to take care of everyone else so I will be loved. I need to be perfect to be loved. All of these things, they're, they're made as a child to keep you safe from a situation. And they do keep you safe. But as you get older and you're now a conscious adult, they actually hurt you and they keep you playing small. And uh, yeah, and I was going to say here that we, we, again, it's the, our experience, how we've grown up and stuff, but we are our, our worst advocate. I mean, we want to sit there and say, well, Billy Bob Joe down the road, he says that I'm wasting my time and money. And then my spouse is laughing at me for trying. But again, we ultimately make that decision whether we try or don't try. And we can't worry what the outside is saying. Yes, we would love to have their support. But again, we're the ones that ought to make that decision to uh, give a shot at it or just stay where we're at and don't rock the boat. Yes, exactly. And also, depending on who your people are, mm -hmm. you know, if your friends are all heavy and you're heavy and you decide you're going to lose 50 pounds, well, that makes them all really uncomfortable. So you have to know who your friends are. Are they supporting you or they actually want you to stay stuck in the mud with them? And that goes with your spouses and your family and everybody. So the people that are poo-pooing you from trying something new, you have to look at where it's coming from. Are they afraid? And they don't want you to grow? Do they want you to stay where they are? Like all of those kinds of things. So 
there's so much involved in being afraid to move forward and who the who your people are and are they supporting you or are they actually part of the problem? Well, the people don't win the Super Bowl for having an, an unsuccessful characters built around them. So it's yeah. So it's like you said, yeah. the uh, people you have are the people you have, and they can help you or hinder you as right. well. Yeah. And you have to be brave enough to actually say to them, I understand your feelings or I hear your opinion. Thank you for sharing it. But this is something I'm going to do, you know, and I hope you can get behind me and I hope you can support me or I'm not available for your opinions anymore because I need to do this. And I know you mean well for me, but this is where I'm going. So please support me. Yeah, I'm not asking you to uh, drag the anchor with me, you know, right. but I'm just asking you to support right. me while I'm doing it. And I'm not saying I'm better than you if I succeed in areas. Still like to be buddy buddies and friends. Yeah, you can still have that conversation with them and, and then see how it goes from there. Yeah. So all right, I'm not so. saying no to you. I'm saying no to this, you know. I'm saying yes to me. I'm not saying no to you. All of those kinds yes. of ways to try to just get people to recognize that this is, you need some, you, you would like their support if they can give it to you. Yep. Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. And uh, another thing is how many people do you think, maybe not how many, but other people that I would recognize are the people that, uh, you know, we're taught to forgive others that we perceived have done us wrong, but we need to really hop on a boat and we really need a big change in this that we need to forgive ourselves when we make stupid mistakes. You know, of course. You know, here, here we are dragging this anchor, you know, for 40 years because I did something 40 years ago. And you want to still throw and say, well, I can't do such and such. Can't do what I want to because of. No, you got to forgive yourself, learn from it and then move forward. OK, Correct. as long as you hang on to this, you, you're not going to help yourself. 100%. Self-forgiveness is 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 like the baseline. You have to start mm -hmm. there. You know, forgiving other people is great. It cuts the karmic cord and it it frees you up. But forgiving yourself is the same thing and it's actually it's where you have to start. You have to learn to trust yourself and have confidence in yourself and the only way you get that is with confidence. And the only way you get competent is to get out of your comfort zone and try things over and over and over again. And if you fall, you're falling forward. You're trying something new. It's a stepping stone to success. So when something, here's, here's how I, I deal with fear. And this doesn't work for everybody, but it certainly works for me. Mm -hmm. If there's something I'm afraid to do, I know I have to do it. I'm not talking about walking down the dark alley. I'm saying if somebody asks me to be a presenter in front of a hundred people, or can I build a course for their, for, you know, I built a course for Gen Connect You that is hopefully going to be taken by LinkedIn Learning. That was a big deal for me. And my imposter syndrome was saying, oh no, I don't think so. I don't think you're big enough for that. They must think you're better than you are. That whole story loop was in my head. And I knew that the moment I stepped in and started to build the course and then finish the course, I would be exactly the person that I didn't think I was. 
And all it took was me stepping in. And then the next time somebody would ask me to do something, I would say, oh, right. I know that if I step in, I'll be able to do it. Because I had built up the confidence in myself to know that I can do hard things. And if I don't know how to do something, I know who to ask. I can find out who to ask. It's not always how, but who. And that if every choice matters and I'm responsible for every choice I make, and I've already learned that I will follow through, then I'm set for, I'm set for glory. So those are the tools that people have to learn. Those are the tools that you have to learn. And it's, it's starting with really small steps. I keep hearing that saying about how do you, how do you, um, how do you eat? How do you eat an elephant? Oh yeah, one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's life. That's that's your goal. That's your visions. Everything you want to do, you have to break it down one bite at a time. I like what you said a minute ago. With it's not always a how, but who. You know mm-hmm. who can help you. You know with certain things. And, and I'm I'm very big telling people at the end of our fingertips, we got the whole world with this internet. And find someone that's gone through what you've been through. Find an organization, an association. Find a Facebook group. Find a mentor. Find a coach. Find a supporter. Somebody that's gone through what you've been through. And then see how they can help you get through it. Then I'm always big about once you learn that, then it's your responsibility to help the next person come through it. I love that. Plus, when you have a tragedy in your life, um. People with similar tragedies come out of the woodwork. It's like the universe wants to support you. And so even though you might think you're the only one that's living through something, all of a sudden you're going to start to, it's like, it's not a coincidence. The universe is setting you up and sending you people who have gone through or, oh my God, I know somebody who went through that and I could hook you up and If you listen and you're open to the clues from the universe, you will find other people who are going through exactly what you're going through. It is amazing that uh, we go through something for our first time ever in our life. And we think we're the only one that's going through this. Mm -hmm. You know, we get so put down and uh, lost encouragement, uh, lost our confidence. And we feel like, yeah, we're the only one going through this. When in reality, like you said, you open up universe, everything's going to come to you to help provide a support system for uh, with you. Exactly. And, you know, the thing is, we all, nobody gets through life without some really bad stuff happening to them. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And so in my own life, I had three babies before I gave birth, die, like one in my ninth month, two in my, one in my sixth month, one in my seventh month, like really tragic kinds of things that nobody in my world knew could even happen until it happened. And then of course, I hear about all kinds of people that it happened to, but it wasn't in my radar. I've had cancer. I had my, I, I, my husband wanted out of our marriage after 26 years. And I was just like blown away. He married somebody two months older than our son. You know, I mean, it's like I have dealt with a lot of stuff. So if people look at my life or my courage or my confidence and think, oh, yeah, but what does she know? 
What has she gone through? We've all gone through stuff. And it's not how often you fall. It's how long you stay down. Hey, it goes what to Rocky. Do, do to get up? Yeah, it yes. goes to Rocky. He says, Rocky says, it's not, not every time you go down. It's how fast you get back up. That's right. All right from it's Rocky. Right. Okay, so. Um, and at the same time, you want people, you people's grief is not on your timeline. And you don't have to be, you, you don't owe it to anybody to explain why you're grieving or how sad you are or how hard it is for you to get up. It's your own timeline. But eventually, you have to take the lumps and learn the lessons and with a broken heart and with fear and with no confidence anymore, you have to learn to trust yourself. It's inner work. It's an inside job. You have to find that inner strength that's going to give you it up the next day. And it right. can be totally different from whatever someone else may be experiencing. Again, right. um, my mother, she raised three boys and her strength was making sure that we got raised. And so, right. yeah, you know, that was her every day of getting right to getting up out of bed to make sure we were taken care of so mm-hmm. we had the best life possible. Yeah. So it's different for everyone as, uh, uh, as well. I, I like uh, when you were talking about, um, you know, your thing is you get the little fear that you want to go head on with it and try to, uh, you know, conquer it the best you can. And it made me think of Fonzie on Happy Days and he <laughs> had fear of liver. You remember that episode? He had no, fear of liver. Of eating, of eating liver? Well, he just didn't like to look at it. He, uh, right. It was his kryptonite. And finally, at the end, it shows him eating liver. A piece of liver. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, fun. yeah. So, <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. So, but, but I'm just thinking, you know, with, and um, I don't discount anybody else's tragedy or whatnot. You know, I tell people an example would be say you get up in the middle of the night, you go into the bathroom, getting water, or whatever, and say you stump your toe on the door. And for most of us, we're just going to miss 30 minutes to an hour of sleep because the toe's throbbing. But what if the someone has brutal bone disease? Now they've shattered mm-hmm. their foot. What if they're uh, hemophiliac and they're bleeding inside? Uh, uh, so, you know, I, I try not to discount somebody else's, even though I wouldn't experience or don't experience that, because we don't know what they're going through and where they've been and how far they've come out of it. Correct. You know, even the even during the whole COVID, big COVID thing, I kept saying to people, we're all in the same river, but we're not in the same boat. Mm-hmm. And everybody's in their own boat. And even though we're prob- all in the same water, um, everyone's got their own experiences and everyone has their own outcome and everyone has the same resiliency or lack of to be able to move forward. And so, you know, I just, I feel really bad for people who can't move beyond whatever is keeping them stuck. And instead of staying stuck, just get help, you know, hire a coach, read some great self-help books. There's so many great books out there. Um, There's so many great coaches out there. And the difference between a therapist and a coach is that coaches are action oriented. You're not just going to sit and talk about your problems, but you're going to have somebody that's holding you accountable until you learn to hold yourself accountable Mm -hmm. and step by step by step, week by week by week, crawl your way back out. And Ainsley, you mentioned a bunch of good reads. Find a good read that would 
you know, what you're interested in and what you're going through and find some good reads. And I, I think you got a good read here, don't you? With your, with your book? I have a with, great book. <laughs> yeah, let's well, go Thank ahead you. and let's, let's push that book through. Okay. So my book is called Bigger, Better, Braver. Conquer Your Fears, Embrace Your Courage, and Transform Your Life. It's a perfect book for this conversation. Yes, it is. So I wrote the book um, when I was turning 60. I was I actually climbed Mount Kilimanjaro at the age of 61. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It was that's great. A, that's a, I'm going to say that's a podcast in its own. Yeah, that's a bigger, better, braver move. And for a lot of reasons, because I had a fear of, um, I had a shadow belief that I wasn't safe alone. So actually traveling alone and doing all these things, that was part of me conquering my disempowering belief. Once I uncovered it, I know, Mm -hmm. well, no, I'm an adult now and I I no longer need that belief. So you take action steps to get rid of it. And some of my action steps were really big. And so I wrote this book about like, what's your Kilimanjaro? Because you don't have to climb 19,000 feet to have a goal or a vision that you're just not able to attain. And so, and not everybody can afford a coach. So my book is a step-by-step how to, how to uncover your shadow beliefs, how to uncover your underlying commitments, your fears. What is your vision? How do you have a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset? Every single chapter has exercises to help people do the work that they would be doing with me. It's a great way to start. And then you can actually make a decision. Oh, yeah, I think I can actually do this on my own. Or hmm, I think I need to hire somebody so I can have more traction, get there faster, have somebody that's going to hold me accountable. Oh, exactly. Yes. And so, uh, oh, I love I love the metaphor that you were giving. You don't have to uh, climb or walk or uh, hike 19... A uh, thousand, you said? 19,341 steps. steps, yeah. Knows them, knows them by each one of them. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have to be the 19,000 plus. It's just getting out of bed and starting the new day to make it better than yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, I like the uh, title of your book and everything. So Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. All right. Um, well, you've been amazing and everything. Boy, I've learned a lot in this short period uh we may have to grab you on a different one so we can elaborate even even a little more. So okay. You're you're all right. Now, anytime we tell you right now, you're all right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Especially you're all right. That's, you're up that's nice to hear early in the morning. <laughs> well, I was gonna say with you getting up a little earlier in the morning than I did with our time zone, but yeah. you you have done great. Uh, I would love to uh be in your area to do the hiking part later on today. Uh, but, great. Uh, yep. I would love to uh, to do that. So, all right, uh, Nancy. So, uh, well, I appreciate you being here. Go and tell everybody your website, how to get hold of your book, uh, how to get hold of you if they want to talk about coaching, any other sure. uh, social media, uh, how people can just uh, get to you. So, Nancy Picard, P I C K A R D, Nancy Picard Life Coach.com is my website. And on my website, there will be a, all my different coaching modalities. You can order my book, although you could order it on Amazon also in written or audible. So if you like listening to me, you can listen to me as you do your own hiking or walking or driving or whatever. And um, my social media is Nancy Picard, Life Coach. That's my Facebook. That's my Instagram. That's my LinkedIn. 
And um, I offer a free discovery call. I offer a free chapter of the book. All of these things are going to be in your in your notes um, and your website, your, your podcast notes, correct? I think correct. Have uh, I, will, I will put yeah. these links in yeah. the notes for making right. it easier for people just to click on and move on. Yeah, but everything is on my website as well. So And do the old, if nothing else, do the old Google search, Nancy Picard. Again, P-I-C-K-A-R-D. Do the old Google search if you have to. But but I will have these links in the notes to make it easier for people to, to get onto us. So, well, Nancy, you've been a blessing this morning. Uh, you made me uh, realize things a little different this morning as well. And so I appreciate you coming on and Oh, uh, you know, those things, the bunch of stuff's on the internet that's there to stay. So just think a uh, hundred years from now, somebody's going to find this and going to say, Nancy, and then you're going to give some help to someone and have no clue again. I don't think I'll be here a hundred years from now. I mean, me, they'll listen to the, um, well, they'll find this yeah, on the internet. Oh, yeah. yes. There we they'll go. Find it yeah. They say when they say once it's on the net, it's there forever. It's forever. So yeah. That's what I'm saying. So a hundred years from now, someone's going to do a Google search and all of a sudden this is going to pop up and they're going to say, what the crap is this? Okay. Right. You know, it's because it's so old uh, by the time a hundred years gets here. So, yeah. But Nancy, you've been a blessing this morning. Thank you again. Hey, if you can uh, leave us with a positive thought, because we know that there are people hurting and struggling. And if you can give them one piece of nugget to help them get through today, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think that the juice is in the journey. I think people are too worried about the success at the end of the road and they miss the whole journey. And so instead of just worrying about what if I don't succeed or what if I do succeed, just step out of your comfort zone one step at a time and enjoy the ride. And actually just remember while you're sitting on that couch that the last man in a race still beats the man on the couch. There you go. That's right. So I'm definitely the last man in the race. So, but, uh, but you're uh, still in the race. That's right. You put that one foot in front of the other and, and go for it. So, all right. Awesome. Uh, Nancy, you, you've been up. Yeah. yeah I'm glad, glad we both got up early for this one. So, <laughs> Great. Thank you. So, all right. Well, you enjoy your hike later on today and I everyone will. else and everyone else say, thank you. Share this out to someone, you know, need some help. They need a big boost in confidence and get an idea on how to move forward in life and, uh, get her, uh, Nancy's book. And go for there. Again, I'll put this stuff in the link at the blow. Hey, thank you for coming in. I'm Dr. James Purdue, the Professor of Perseverance. Thank you for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week that's going to help you persevere past your paralysis. Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. For motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at ProfessorofPerseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.